Episode 35, Religio Sanity. Yes. Pastor Andrew. Peter, I think that uh, we are right uh, in that upswing of a pandemic yes. of coronavirus. And I, I thought that this is the right time to read Apocalypses. You think uh, it is? Revelations. Do, yeah, do yeah, absolutely. I, I, I do think that it is uh, appropriate spiritual reading for that. Uh, and I'll explain. It is not that I want to instill fear, okay, but good, good. I think, and I will try to talk with you about it, uh, that uh, those revelations uh, of all sorts, uh, religious revelations, they're written not to instill fear, but to bring hope. Oh. Uh, and uh, for that reason, I think it is uh, with proper understanding, it is time to, for us to talk oh. about it and maybe if you want to read it. Very so, uh, Apocalypse uh, is uh, apoka- uh, Apocalypse uh, in Greek, Apocalypsis uh, is uh, a compound word. Apo is from. Uh, away or from or un, it's an uh, like preposition, and calypto uh, is to cover, veil, hide, so apocalypsis is uh, unveiling hmm. or disclosing, or if, if, if we are to translate that hmm. uh, this way. So um, it is unveiling or disclosing what is to come. Uh, in in that uh, attempted way of talking about it. The the thing is that there are many, many, many uh, different biblical and extra-biblical revelations or apocalypses. Um, Do you have biblical ones in Book of Daniel? And there is a small synoptical apocalypse in Mark 13. Uh, and then, of course, uh, famous whole book, uh, the last book of the New Testament, uh, the Apocalypse of John. Mm-hmm. But besides that, uh, you have also apocryphal uh, New Testament uh, apocalypses, uh, like uh, Apocalypse of Peter, mm-hmm. or Apocalypse of Paul, and Apocalypse of Thomas. Uh, those are probably those most well-known. Mm-hmm. Then you have the apocryphal Old Testament apocalypses, uh, which will be of Abraham, Elijah, Baruch, uh, Ezra, and and so on. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have uh, those uh, from Gnostic background, probably from Nagamadi library, where you have an apocalypse of Paul again, an apocalypse of James, and the second apocalypse of James, huh. <laughs> and apocalypse of uh, Adam, and apocalypse of Peter. So, you know, there, there is really a broad spectrum of, of uh, this uh, literature in early Christianity and uh, late Judaism or interbiblical literature, mm-hmm. you know, in between the Hebrew and uh, New Testament. Um, and uh, all of these uh, have one specific feature. And that is that uh, all of them are pseudo-epigraphy. That means that they were writings ascribed to a false author. Hmm. 
They were not written by the person who is claiming writing All them. All of them. Uh, yes. Yeah. More. Uh, wow. Or um, how should I put it? Uh, yeah. You know, like uh, Revelation of John. Uh, if you don't take that it is, uh, and he is claiming to be and John the, the elder, you know, or Presbyteros. So that's not there. But many of those which I mentioned. Uh, uh, are uh, assigned to an old uh, figure of authority uh, or of the past. Uh, so, you know, for instance, Apocalypse of Thomas is definitely Apocalypse of Paul or Peter. Again, absolutely certain that they are... Uh, uh, assigned to someone who did not uh, write them or mm. uh, said them. Uh, same thing about Apocalypse of Abraham, Elijah, Baruch, uh, you know, or even a small synoptic, uh, synoptical apocalypse uh, where Jesus is uh, proclaiming this apocalypse. Uh, it is Mark 13 and parallels in, in Matthew and Luke. Uh, almost certainly that is not coming directly from Jesus. Mm. So they are all pseudo epigraphy. That means that they are assigned uh, or uh, assigned to an wrong author or pretentious. Uh, they are literary forgeries. Mm. So that's one feature. And another important, why is it so? Because uh, all of them are in fact uh, what is uh, technically called uh, vaticinium ex eventu, which means a prophecy from what had happened or what had passed. Hmm. So it is written backward. It is predicting things which had already transpired. Yeah. Okay? Even though they didn't, even though they're predicting the future. The, it, they are giving that uh, illusion that they right. are predicting. That's one of the reasons why they are assuming names ah, of the I people see. of uh, what I call pseudo-epigraphy. Yeah. Uh, that they are uh, assuming uh, being authored, either spoken or written, by people of the past, so that they can predict things uh, in the so supposedly yeah. uh, illusionary in the future, which are actually at the time of writing matters of past. I see. Okay, uh, so that is quite common feature. Uh, they all have this uh, in them. Uh, you can say this is a lie and uh, you would be right. <laughs> uh, um, but the funny thing is that this is nothing uh, new. Uh, Neoplatonic philosopher Porphyry of Tyre uh, wrote about it uh, already in uh, late third century of Common Era. So it means something like 17 <laughs> centuries ago. Uh, or more, uh, he, he was uh, arguing against Christians back then who were simply bashing uh, the book of Daniel 
as a main prophetic book uh, at, at his time, uh, not necessarily Revelation, because Revelation was still acquiring the status of, uh, of biblical canon. But among the Christians, uh, clearly there was this taste for apocalypticism, and Daniel was there in Hebrew uh, or Aramaic, frankly, or partly Hebrew, partly Aramaic writings. And so he just picked up this book and, and he quite quickly realized that uh, whatever he is written there is uh, written backwards kind of like and backward prophecy mm -hmm. uh in 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 times of uh seleucid uh kingdom or empire uh saint jerome was quite upset about it uh, he he disagreed and that is also how we know about it because all other uh, parts of his writings they're that just disappeared. I think mm -hmm. that they were not kept or were actively censored or destroyed. But because Saint Jerome, uh, in his writings, uh, wrote against it and partly quoted him, <laughs> that way we know. Wow. You know, but that that tells you that that is uh, nothing new. This recognition. You know, people are saying all oh, these critical theologians, they are making everything so difficult, so complicated, and so on. Uh, that's not the case. Uh, they uh, did this recognition of what Ticinium ex is centuries and centuries old. And um, uh, anyone really critically thinking, uh, if you employ your brain, uh, you can recognize it. Uh, and having said so, I still consider apocalyptic writing as not only interesting, but the one which can bring us some kind of uh, spiritual message. Hmm. I've just declared all of it being built upon a lie and and still insist on it having some value for us and that is that we need to see it within the context all this apocalypticism that taste for it was derived from heightened anxiety of those people who were producing it they were living in uh, difficult times when whatever seemed to be stable before was crumbling, either politically or, as we are right now experiencing, uh, societally or in respect of um, health. Uh, because there were epidemics and pandemics of those times as well. And in this uh, situation of heightened anxiety in a society, uh, this is the uh, soil from which uh, apocalypticism grew. And uh, its main purpose was not to uh, instill fear, because that fear was all around them. Hmm. But the true 
purpose of uh, all these revelations or apocalyptic writings is to bring hope to the middle of all that fear. Mm. Uh, that is also what is behind those expressionistic uh, images, which mm -hmm. are so really full-fledged, uh, uh, dripping with blood or fire, or uh, mm. that, that, that's behind it, because that, that they had direct experience with many of these uh, situations uh, in their daily lives. So they were, to some degree, writing what they saw around themselves. Uh, and yet, these uh, writings uh, still when you read them with this perspective, you realize that they are saying, yes, this is the reality. And it had been predicted. You're, you are not living anything which was not uh, right. uh, pre-designed, mm -hmm. you know, or foretold. That's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is that it, it has usually that positive turn towards the end, saying, as bad as it is, and it can get even worse, mm -hmm. this world is not left alone in this mess. Mm. You know, there is a hope. Either there is a last chapter, which is seeing the new heaven, like we have in the Revelation mm -hmm. uh, in the Bible or some other visions of a better future. Sometimes those texts are damaged, so they are not there. Uh, but I, I think that that is an underlying uh, feeling behind it, that uh, yes, situation is bad, it can get much worse, but keep hope, mm. uh, take heart. And uh, don't give up. And and for this reason, uh, I, I think it is uh, a good reading for us right now. You, you know, we, we see uh, impotent and uh, completely distract uh, government. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely on a federal level. You know, doing things worse. You see uh, attempts, uh, part-time synchronized, you know, of the local governments uh, and, and state governments uh, here in the United States trying to pull things together. Uh, it's not that far from the situation in Europe. You know, European Union is trying to synchronize something, but mostly individual states are just acting in 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 fear and and in disarray. Uh, we see crumbling of these uh, larger structures uh, around us, uh, mm -hmm. and and we see full hospitals and doctors not coping and and so on. But uh, at the same time, that's not the uh, all image. That's mm -hmm. not everything which is there, because at the same time you you have there. Uh, 
those who are uh, going in and serving, mm -hmm. those who are not afraid, uh, not being stupid, like some people consider, you know, not being afraid means uh, just going to party. That's, no. that's nonsense, of course. Uh, you, you know, they are taking, uh, those who are not afraid are taking science seriously. They are protecting themselves, but at the same time, they know that there is a uh, work and job to be done. You know, and it is in the hospitals, but that's not only that. It is public transportation. It's all the public services which we rely on. Uh, electricity, communication, water, um, you name it. Uh, and, and all those people are actually going and working. And, and we need to be thankful to them. And uh, I, I think that we need to respect them for that and, and support them yeah. in it. Uh, and for us, uh, currently supporting means uh, to keep as low profile as we can and, and keep as many resources available for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was one of the reasons why our church uh, was one of the first uh, which uh, considered and then actively closed uh, its worship. And it was not only for our own sake to protect ourselves, but recognizing that uh, through that we are showing the path forward and that we have responsibility for others. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, uh, you know, it is us who can get directly infected if we meet in large numbers. Uh, but then when we go home, we are taking it with us. Uh, and that is making it even worse. Mm -hmm. uh, exact opposite what I'm regularly saying every every Sunday or almost every Sunday with the final benediction or blessing that that is the blessing which we are taking into our hearts and carrying with us mm -hmm. uh, into our daily lives. Mm -hmm. So what kind of message it would be if we would gather together to uh, get infected and then carry it all over the city. Right. Uh, that's, that's just absolutely catastrophic image uh, right. and, and a very, very bad um, message. And the beautiful uh, thing is that we can now worship online, which does seem awkward initially when you, when you think about it, but I've been hearing all week, people were finding it very beautiful Mm -hmm. the service and the way we did it and and the connection mm -hmm. uh, which is real because because if we do if we do have faith if we do have have yeah. a belief in, in this it's 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 outside of us and yet within us so we have uh, uh, another way to connect mm -hmm. to this yeah. Yeah. mystery yes that is through this um, way when we don't have to be together yeah. Uh, uh, physically, and it's the and this is another learning experience. It's another yeah. faith journey. It's and even, and and as as Presbyterians, Peter, uh, we always say that church is not a building. Yeah. Okay. And and I think that it is important, and it's it's true. You know, buildings are important because they provide a space for us to meet. But in these special circumstances. Mm -hmm. we, we are learning that church is not the building, church is community, and this community in these special circumstances 
can be dispersed and still be connected. Mm -hmm. So it is uh, like a new version or radically new uh, form mm -hmm. of that community which is being interconnected now through communication media, social media and other things, you know, through telephones. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that our deacons are calling um, and making you know, dozens and dozens, maybe by now hundreds of telephone calls to those uh, vulnerable among us mm -hmm. and, and just keeping in touch. And it's, it's marvelous gift that we have it. And that's one of the reasons why I'm saying that we need to continue supporting our, um, those who are working in infrastructure, because mm -hmm. this is partly based upon infrastructure. Should we not have it any longer, and it can happen also, then we would be left with our apartment buildings or our neighborhoods. And again, you know, caring for one another uh, and, and uh, supporting one another, not necessarily creating big crowds, mm -hmm. but one-on-one -on -one, or bringing grocery to uh, your elderly neighbor, for instance, and leaving it by the door mm -hmm. and, and other things. And, uh, you know, people are looking for things to do right now and everything mm -hmm. and things to read. Do you recommend reading? Revelation, do you recommend reading this last book of the New Testament right now? I, I, would, hearing this? I, I would not necessarily do that right away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why? I thought you said it's hope. I thought you said it's filled with hope. I said, uh, yes. <laughs> so with this pre-understanding, I think that people can read it. You know, if they listened to us. Yes when they heard about uh, that, uh, that being pseudo-epigraphy, mm -hmm. when they heard uh, that it was uh, vaticinium ex eventu, so that when they heard that it uh, was vaticinium ex eventu, they would not be easily deceived of looking for some predictions what will happen tomorrow or at the end of summer or you, you know like some of these uh, crazies uh, are trying to make it uh, but uh, they would recognize in it uh, an depiction of our uh, current predicament and inspiring hope. And if you are looking for it, or if you are reading it from this perspective, it's all right. Mm -hmm. The other option is that uh, those who hear it, they can give us uh, a call or something like that, uh, mm -hmm. sending us a message. And uh, right now we don't have Bible class, we don't have anything. We are looking into maybe having uh, something like a theological Zoom meeting. Mm -hmm. Or something like that so if you are interested let us know and yes. we can we can do it like uh, in a more uh, direct dialogue over zoom mm -hmm. uh, opening revelation and and reading few chapters or discussing what we've just uh, talked about and um, 
you know, in a greater depth. Yeah. Perhaps or with more details. Yeah. Uh, and and cool. maybe sharing some slides or uh, quotations. Yeah. And, and so on. And so that's. Uh, so meetings and stuff can still happen. We just have to kind of adjust to it in this yes, time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and technology, thankfully, uh, makes that possible. Yeah. So look into and possibility. If you are interested, uh, just let us know. Yeah. Through uh, emailing us uh, or contacting Rutgers Church or leaving a message at uh, uh, leaving a message at uh, our podcast. I yeah. think that there yeah. is a possibility of yes. uh, to, to comment leave, uh, or something. Yes, uh, to leave a comment. And uh, uh, right now we are kind of gearing towards Zoom yeah. uh, software uh, for those uh, conferences. So that might be way of uh, you know connecting. Yes, so that's wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, and uh, everyone, be safe. Wash your hands. And stay six, uh, feet, six away. feet away from one another. Stay safe. Stay safe, everyone. Until next time.